0: الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له fala يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه اما بعد يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء وَأَحْسَنُ هَلِّي هَدْيِ مُحَمَدٍ صَلَّوَاتُ اللَّهِ وَسَلَّامُهُ عَلَيْهِ وَشَرَّ الْرُمُولِ مُحْدَثَاتُهَا وَكُلَّّ مُحْدَثَةٍ بِدْعَةٍ وَكُلَّّ بِدْعَةٍ ضَلَالَةٍ وَكُلَّّ ضَلَالَةٍ فِي النَارِ ثُمََّّّ أَمَّا امْمَا بَعْدْ Alhamdulillah, we continue and going over the explanation, the shَرْh of Rasululul Sunnah, Li أَحْمَدُ Ahmad bin Hanbul, Rahimullah Ta'allah. الامام رحمه الله تعالى غوزاني says ومن لم يعرف تفسير الحديث ويبلغه عقله فقد كفي ذلك واحكم له فعليه بالايمان به والتسليم له مثل حديث الصادق المصدوق الحديث معروف حديث صادق المصدوق الذي ذكرنا في الدرس الماضي. ثم قال الشيخ الإمام وما كان مثله في القدر. he says and whoever does not know the explanation of a hadith and whose intellect does not have the capacity to make him understand it then that will be sufficient i.e. to just merely affirm the ahadith and have faith in them since everything from the religion has been perfected for him and it is necessary for him to have faith in it and to submit to it such as the hadith of the truthful one who is believed the hadith sadiq al-masduq and this was the hadith we mentioned in the last class the imami goes on to say and whatever is similar to it in the matter of Al-Qadr. Thumma Imam, He said, and also the like of the ahadith regarding those narrations, those ahadith regarding the Ruya, that the believers will see Allah Ta'ala in the hereafter. All of them, even if they even if they disagree with the people's hearing, and even if the one who is listening feels repelled by and, uh, and is averse to them. For إنما عليه الإيمان بها وأن لا يرد منها حرفًا واحدًا وغيرها من الأحاديث المأثورات عن الثقات. He says, certainly, it is obligatory. Upon him to have faith in them And to not reject a single word From them Nor from any such other ahadith Which have been reported by Reliable and trustworthy Narrators As we explain As Imam Az Awza'i Rahimahullah ta'ala He says It is upon Allah to explain And it is upon the Messenger wasallam, to deliver that message. And it is upon us to willingly submit. Allah Ta'ala explains, the Prophet وسلم, He conveys that message and it is upon us to willingly submit. So thus, whoever doesn't know a particular tafsir to a particular hadith, He doesn't understand it, hasn't reached his intellect, so on and so forth. It is upon him to believe in it. It is upon him to submit to it. And it's not a prerequisite, nor is it necessary for him to understand it in totality before he believes in it. And this is because Allah Ta'ala has given each and every one of us different levels of understanding. And just because we may not understand a particular concept doesn't negate the existence nor the relevance of that concept. Nah. And there are many things like this. If you were to ask most people about the intricacies of how a diesel engine works, they won't know. But does that negate the fact that a diesel engine works? No, it still works, whether we understand it or not. Nah. If you were to uh, look at The way in which Airplanes Fly And the like Just because people may have ignorance Of this level of technology Does it negate its existence And its efficiency nah. So likewise The truth is the truth So if there comes a hadith from the Prophet Sallallahu alaihi wasallam, This is the truth and if we don't understand it, it doesn't negate the fact that it is the truth. It is upon us to accept it, to submit to it, in totality. Now, so the sheikh he says, in commenting on the statement of Imam Ahmed, rahimahullah ta'ala, "Malam ya'rif tafsir al hadith." To the end of that statement, that that first jani, couple sentences, and whoever does not know the explanation of a hadith. The imam, he says, whoever does not know the explanation of a particular hadith, nor has it reached his intellect. Meaning he doesn't have intellectually the capacity to understand it and the like. Shaykh Rabir, he goes on and he says in explaining, la he said, some of the text, it is possible that you won't understand them. can مَا هِيَ الْحِكْمَةِ وَالْغَايَةِ مِنْهَا نعم He said, but you may not know what is the wisdom or what is the purpose of it. And what is the secret What is the secret behind it and the like? The shaykh, he says, He said, it is only upon you to have iman and to believe in it, to affirm it, to have Iman and to affirm it. Iman, because this is what is necessitated by Iman. When we say we have Iman in Allah Ta'ala, we have faith in Allah Ta'ala, they enter into this having faith in even those things that we ourselves don't understand. Now, what's muhim as the Imam uh, points out, or as the alama, Afwani points out, is that what? Is that you have from mankind those who know. Just because we don't know doesn't mean it's unknown. Now you have those from the ulama and the like who know. But ala kullin, it is from iman for us to believe in that which the Prophet sallallahu informs us of. For us to believe in that which Allah ta'ala informs us of. Even if we don't completely understand it Even if we don't completely understand it And this is with the acknowledgement that our understanding, our intellects, our capacity, they are limited We don't understand everything and we're not going to understand everything But from our iman we know that Allah Ta'ala speaks the truth That the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he speaks the truth so thus when it comes a narration when it comes a text from allah or from the prophet sallallahu alaihi we believe in it completely we submit to it because this is required from iman and this is required from our believing and affirming and the like the shaykh says amanta bil ghaib he says you have believed in the unseen there are going to be matters of the unseen that we're not going to understand 100% because it's from the ghaib, it's from the unseen. Naam? We're not going to understand 100% because it's from the unseen. But we believe in it. Naam? The shaykh, says, بِأَنَّ Muhammadan حَقِّ He says, you have believed that the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, he is the truth. He is true. He's the true Prophet. Naam? but he says, وَأَنَّ الْقُرْآنَ حَقْ And you have believed that the Qur'an is true. حق, and what the Prophet ﷺ he came with, it is the truth. لماذا? لِأَنَّ النَّبِي صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ لَا يَنْطِقُ Because the Prophet wasallam he does not speak on his own authority. He does not speak on his own authority. He does not speak from desires. فَمَا عَرَفْتَ So that which you have knowledge of, that which you understand and comprehend, فَالْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ Then all praise and thanks belong to Allah Ta'ala. وَمَا لَمْ تَعَرِفْهُ And that which you don't know, فَكِلْهُ إِلَىٰ عَالِمِهِ وَقَدْ كَفَاكْ then you refer it back to the one who knows about it And you are sufficed nah, You refer it back to the one who knows about it you are sufficed Because at the end of the affair Allahu a'lam Allah ta'ala He knows best Allahu ta'ala He is all-knowing And if Allah ta'ala says that's the way it is That's the way it is If the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa Said this is how it is, that's how it is. Like Abu Bakr as taala anhu, he said, if he said it, it's true. If he Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam let me said it, it's true. Khalas. Now from these things that we have been informed of that an individual may not understand completely, but as we said, does not negate its existence and its reality. Mithil like the belief that we will see Allah and we will see Allahu Taala, because unfortunately you have some of mankind who they disbelieve in this and they try to put forth conjectures to this. Although it is clear in the book and clear in the Sunnah that we will see Allahu Taala in the next life, that the believers will see Allahu Taala in the next life. And we ask that Allah makes us of those who see him in the jannah. Ameen. The shaykh says, كنها, Like the of all of them. Naam. أي رؤية الله في دار That we will see Allah in the next life. فعلى العبد أن يؤمن بأن الله يرى في دار الأخرة so it's upon the slave to believe with a firm belief that what? That Allah will be seen in the next life. That Allah Ta'ala, He will be seen in the next life. Na'am? And that the believers will see Him. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. The shaykh says, وَأَنْكَرَ الْمُعْتَزِلَ رُؤْيَةِ اللَّهِ فِي al الْآخِرَةِ And the Mu'tazila is a group called the Mu'tazila, They are straight. From the from the astray groups who are misguided, they disapprove of this. They disagree with this. Naam. They just dis, they, they dispute this reality. Although Allah has informed us of this in the Quran, although the Prophet has informed us of this, they have the audacity to deny it. Wa'i <inaudible> billah Naam. The Shaykh says, and it says, they deny based upon an erroneous doubt. Because of an erroneous doubt and misconception that they have, they disbelieve in it. alayhim And the people of the sunnah have refuted them. Have refuted them. With proofs, overwhelming proofs and evidences from the book of Allah and from the sunnah of his messenger عليه رَدَّ عَلَيْهِنْ And from those who have refuted them Imam ابن قيم رحمه الله تعالى Imam ابن قيم رحمه الله تعالى, He refuted them نعم وحسجة ابن قيم ابن قيم He brought as proofs and evidences, seven ayat, seven ayat from the Quran. Naam, seven ayat from the Quran. Naam. ولكن these these ayat قد al على الإنسان الاستلال بها. But these ayat, يعني because of the imams, because of the, imam Ibn Qayyim's understanding and his fahim he brought verses that the average person may not see the proof therein. Right? Because Imam ibn Qayyim was from the A'imah. He was from those who are extremely intelligent. Naam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed him with insight. Naam. So he brought not those ayat that are well known and clear to everybody, because this is a clear. To to yani to everyone That yes, we will see Allah Ta'ala But he brought other ayat That you may not understand them Upon first looking at them The ignorant one The common one He may not understand upon first looking at them That yes, this is also a proof But the imam shows us this As he brings this out as well To show what? Irrefutably That every way you look at it From every standpoint We will see Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala Naam From them he brings the ayah where he says, He says, Verily you will meet him. Verily you will meet him. As Allah Ta'ala he says, Verily you will meet him. Meaning him, Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. That we will have with Allah Ta'ala a liqa'a. That there will be a liqa the Rabbi. There will be a meeting between the slave and between his lord. Now, now, upon surface, the commoner, the one who doesn't know, he will say, well, I don't see the wajl استِلَّال من هَذِهِ ayah He will say, I don't see the point of rever- uh, yani reference and evidence from this particular verse. I don't get it. How? Look at the... Intelligence of the Imam, subhanAllah. He says what? He says, And this is also from his understanding, Imam Ibn al understanding of the Arabic language. Right? He says, He says, when you have a meeting, right? You have to, what? See the one at your meeting. right? Because if not, then it won't be called liqaa liqa fi Arab. It won't, it won't, it won't fit the criterion of what's called a liqa, a meeting in the Arabic language. Because a meeting in the Arabic language necessitates that that, that what both parties will see each other. phone huh? So you understand from this that what if there's a liqa, Allah Ta'ala says. ملاقو, that verily you are going to have a meeting with him, meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What? They're going to see their Lord. This All of this points to the fact that the believers, they will see their Lord. المؤمنين, they will see their Lord. طيب. The Shaykh says, And this is what the Arabic language. From such a thing And then he brings other ayat Other ayat uh, Like this Imam al-Bani Rahimahullah ta'ala For those who Want a clear cut Yani uh, What do you say Those who want a clear cut verse Imam al-Bani he brings as it comes in Surah Al-Qiyamah And it is verse number verse number 22 and 23 22 and 23 From Surah Al-Qiyamah That's the 75th Surah Verse 22 and 23 Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says Wujuhu yawma That faces on that day will be bright Will be illuminated, shining and radiant Right? That the faces on that day will be bright Illuminated, shining and radiant But right? who's gonna have those faces Yom al The faces that are bright, illuminated, shining and radiant Who? The believers The believers You see? That's how we say the believers will see their Lord Yom al The believers. What does the next ayah say? Ilar Now looking at their Lord. Looking at their Lord. Now, does it get any clearer than that? Allah Ta'ala tells us in the Quran that there will be that the faces that day that will be bright, shining, and radiant looking at their Lord. But Allah Ta'ala affirms that we will see Him in the next life. That the believers will see Him in the next life. So can there be anyone now who come and disputes that? Huh? And you see this is because their dispute is because of a misconception that is erroneous. And the shaykh is going to expose their misconception now. The shaykh says that these individuals they bring up an ayah right but even in this ayah Imam Ibn Qayyim shows how it's not approved for them but actually against them and that is the ayah لا تدركه الأبصار now that eyes can't encompass him but he encompasses yani, the eyes the eyes can encompass him but he encompasses the eyes and he is the most yani, the most generous yani the most and the one who knows everything. طيب نَقَلَ الشَّيْخُ الْإِسْلَامِ الْعِبْرَةِ مِيَّةَ because some people use it and say, "See, this is how we know you're not going to see Allah Taala." but this is actually a proof against them, not a proof for them. نَقَلَ الشَّيْخُ الْإِسْلَامِ الْعِبْرَةِ مِيَّةَ أَنَّ اللَّهَ لا يَتَمَدَّحُ بِمُجْرَدِ النَّفِيِّ that Allah Taala in this ayah, He doesn't come with the, with a with a uh, unrestricted Negation. Right? It's not an unrestricted negation. وَإنَّمَ يتض... وَإنَّمَ but rather it's a negation that contains an affirmation. It's a negation that contains an affirmation. Now, I need you to follow me now. Because this is the calam of some heavyweights now. Now, I'm talking about al Islam. He's me, Rahimullah Islam. Listen. He says this is a negation that contains an affirmation. Now, and again, this is from Surah An'am, and it's verse 103. This ad. So again, that's An'am, verse 103, where it says, No vision can, can grasp him, but he grasps all visions. It's a better translation. Now, that no vision can grasp him, but he grasps all visions. Surah al Anam, verse 103. So within this within this negation, there is an affirmation. In this negation, there's an affirmation. Na'am. وَضَرَبَ أَمْثِلَ كَثِيرًا لِهَذَا And he, he brought many examples to show this. Many examples to show this. Na'am. wahuna. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. And here is Allah Ta'ala's statement, لَا Abu Sar. Vision can't grasp him. Na'am. Vision can't grasp him. The shaykh, he says, فِيهِ إِثْبَاتِ الرُّؤْيَةِ In this, there is an affirmation that he will be seen. In this, there's an affirmation that he will be seen. Why? Because the visions can't grasp him. They can't yani, uh, encompass Allah Ta'ala Let me say this again Because maybe it's not clear In that, in saying that Visions cannot encompass Allah Ta'ala Is the proof that Allah Ta'ala will be seen but the, but, the, but, the, but, the, but the viewing of Allah Ta'ala Won't be of that which will encompass Allah Ta'ala Does that make sense? That visions won't grasp him, meaning that what? He will be seen but not grasped. In other words, he will be seen but not grasped. It, 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 it bear with me, it gets clearer. It gets clearer. Now, nah. the Shaykh he says, <laughs> because he did not negate that he will be seen. What? <laughs> He negated that he will be encompassed, that the visions will encompass all of him. A little more clear now, right? Like, he says, وَاللَّهُ <laughs> لَا Because Allah Ta'ala, nothing can encompass and see all of Allah Ta'ala. It's not possible. The shaykh he brings an example. He says, <laughs> You see the sun, right? enter <laughs> You see the sky, right? And you see a lot of things that are that, that are present from the creation, correct? But you can but your vision doesn't encompass all of it. So when you look at the sky, you see the sky, right? But does your vision encompass and grasp all of the sky? No. Only a portion of it that you're looking at. When you see the sun, does your vision encompass all of the sun? No, only the side of the sun that's facing you, right? Likewise with the moon. When you look at the moon, do you see all of the moon? No, you see the side of the moon that's facing you. The dark side of the moon, the other side. Can you see it? No, nah, you don't see it, but you still see the moon, right? You understand now. So Allah Taala doesn't negate that he will be that 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 that, 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 that him being seen. He negates that you will see all of him. Subhanahu wa ta'ala because visions can't encompass Allah. Allahu Akbar. Visions can't encompass Allah Ta'ala, but Allah Ta'ala encompasses everything. Now, nah? so even in that which they try to bring as a proof, it's not really a proof because the eye is not saying that. The eye is saying that what Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala can't be encompassed by vision meaning that what? No one is going to see all of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? Allahu Akbar. Allah Taala is greater than this. Subhanahu wa Taala. Now, nah? that makes sense. right. So when the believers see Allah Taala in the Akhirah, nah, now we will see Allah, but not all of Allah, because Allah Taala is greater than that. Today he will be encompassed by all of our all of our sight. And the Imam he brings up things that are in his creation, right? That Allah Taala he made these things and and, and their physical creation is greater than our creation. And we can't encompass these things. So if we can't encompass these created things, how are we going to encompass the creator? Subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's not possible. And it's because our vision is limited. This is why. The reason is because our vision is limited. So with our vision being limited, we will limitedly only see what we have the ability and capability of seeing. So our vision is limited. Now not just limited in its scope, right? But as the Imam is going gonna to explain From the other things people try to bring up And this is like that which comes in Surah Al-A'raf And it's verse 143 Right? In A'raf, verse 123 When Allah Ta'ala tells Musa You're not going to see me Right? Allah Ta'ala tells Musa You're not going to see me Surah Araf, verse 143 Remember this is when Musa asked if he Can see Allah Ta'ala Right So Allah Ta'ala he responded to him by saying what Allah Ta'ala responded to him by saying what You're not going to see me Because our vision is not just limited in its scope Right But it's also limited In the wind You understand is limited in the wind. Not just the scope of our vision will be limited, right? But it's also limited in the wind. Again, this is gonna make sense as, as as we go on. Just bear with me a little bit, inshaAllah. But the, the Shaykh says, Musa and That Musa asks his Lord if he can see him. Now, the Shaykh says, Well can I have al and Masah. Musa alayhi satt was he was from the Ulul Azm. He was from the best prophets and messengers. So when you're talking about the best in mankind, the best of mankind is who? The prophets and the messengers. Right? The best of the prophets and the messengers is Ulul Azm, the five. Okay? They are the best of the best. The best of the best. And the best of them is the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. After the prophets and the messengers, the best human beings, the Sahaba, and so on and so forth. Understand now, Musa alayhi the best of the best, one of the most knowledgeable of human beings about Allah. The Shaykh He says if it was an issue that was prohibited or was impossible, if it was impossible. Or prohibited for us to ever see Allah Musa would not have asked Why? Because he would have known better You understand? And to believe that's impossible And that Musa asked Is to have bad opinion pain of Musa You see that? So because Musa asked Shows us that what is possible Allah can be seen But what was missing was what? The wind The wind so the Shaykh, he says. So Allah Taala responded to Musa by telling him, "Lentarani, that you're not going to see me." Sheikh Rabi'i he says, "Yani an. you're not going to see me now. You're not going to see me now, now." He said, and this is because he says, and Musa لا يطيق هذي في Musa عليه he doesn't, he didn't have the ability to see Allah in this world. Okay? Just like the human being now, we don't have the ability to see Allah Ta'ala. طيب. And look, 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 look here what the ayah says. تَجَلَّ رَبُّهُ لجمل نَعَمْ And when Allah so when he, oh, so when his lord appeared, when his lord appeared to the mountain, what happened to the mountain? It crumbled to dust. Now in that is a great lesson. this is what Allah Ta'ala told Musa, لَنْ تَرَانِي, eh? لَنْ تَرَانِي You're not gonna see me now. What's the proof you're not gonna see me now? Allah Ta'ala showed himself to the mountain and the mountain crumbled to dust. Now whose creation is stronger? Human beings or mountains? So if the mountain crumbs it does couldn't take it, then Musa couldn't see him then. Then so this is a so this is a proof that what? That we that that we as Bashar, as human beings, as the Shaykh says, Tarkibul Bashar الآن La به Bihi الله تبارك ta'ala, that the physical Makeup and construction of the human beings, it is not strong enough to see Allah subhanahu Wa Ta'ala now. It's not strong enough. Physically, we haven't been built to see Allah in this world. You understand? But in the next life, what? When Allah Ta'ala resurrects us, right? We're not going to be the same creation. In the sense of what? We're going to be resurrected Correct? Our bones will be put back together Refleshed and so on and so forth But we're not going to be exactly The same way we are right now And what's the proof of that? Is that a person may live to be 90 some odd years old But when he goes to Jannah Allah Ta'ala says what? He brings them back to a ripe young age So there'll be no old people in Jannah You see? Nah But yeah so this is, it shows you that what? That yes, the creation, when we get recreated for those of us, inshallah ta'ala, may Allah ta'ala make us, us, of those who enter into the Jannah. mean, We won't be 100% the same, we'll be altered. Likewise, when the people go to the Hellfire, the Prophet sallallahu he said that one of the size of one of their teeth will be the same size as the mouth of Uhur. That Allah he would recreate them and make them bigger. So it's more flesh to burn. So the, so their punishment is increased. So, yes, they've recreated, but slightly different. Okay? So in the akhirah, Allah Ta'ala, He will build us so that what? So that we can see Him in the Jannah. Okay? So that we can see Him in the Jannah. Another proof that Allah Ta'ala will be seen in the Jannah is the ayah that comes in Surah Sir Yunus. In his verse 26, where Allah ta'ala, he says, <laughs> That for those who yani, perform their deeds well and do well, for those believers who do well and excel and so on and so forth, then for them will be Al-Husna. Al-Husna and al Husna and an uh, addition and some extra for lack of a better term. Ma'am? The Shaykh he says, Rasul Sallallahu Wasallam, the Prophet وسلم, he explained this ayah. He says that the ziyadah is the ru'ya. The ziyada is that we will see Allah Taala. That addition is that we will see Allah sa'ala. Taala. He says, "Kamafir hadithul suhih, the suhih Muslim, as it comes in a hadith of suhih misrahi Muslim, wafasraha al-adad min al-sahaba bil And a number of the Sahaba also explained it as being the ru'ya. That the ziyadah means Al Naham. يعني الحسنا al الجنة. That husna means al-jannah. وزيادة, it means that we will see Allah Ta'ala The Ru'ya اللَّهِ وتعالى, That we will see Allah Ta'ala وَهِيَ أفضل مِنْ جنة. And seeing Allah is better than Jannah Better than Jannah وَاللَّهِ يقول للعباده, Allah will say to his servants الجنة, بعد, after they will enter into Jannah now Hantalidunasha Azidukum Allah will say, Do you need anything else? I can give you some more? Give you something else? You need something else I can give you? So the inhabitants of the Jinnah they will say, Madanuri, they will say no, we don't, we don't need what, what can we possibly need need? Now Bayta Wujuhana made our faces bright and radiant. وَأَدَخَلْتَنَا الْجَنَّةِ And you entered us into jannah. And you've given us and you've given us. Right? So they, and they, they say, what? There's nothing else we can possibly even imagine that we can have. We have everything. نعم. لهم ربهم so their Lord will show them His self. Now, nah, At that point the people of Jannah, they will see Allah. As we explained they will see what? Part of Allah. Not all of Allah. Because what our our sight is limited in its scope, right? That we can't encompass all of Allah. But we will see Allah. But not all of Allah. Now, nah? And it's limited in its what? In its wind. We are not built now to be able to see Allah. And the proof of that is what? The mountain crumble to dust. So of course us khalas, we will be Forget about it. Okay? Vaporize Allah. Right? طيب. And when they see Allah, they what? They would for lack of a better term, forget about all the other blessings in the Jannah, all the other ni'am in the Jannah. It'll be nothing compared to looking at Allah. It'll be nothing compared to looking at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah make us of them. Amen. And it comes another, it comes a, a uh, the Shaykh, he says, well, hadith in this regard, you'll find that there are 30 sama hadith 30 authentic ahadith, yani, uh, explaining and showing that we will see Allah in the next life. From them is that hadith that comes in Sahih Bukhari, and it's from the hadith of Abu رضي الله the Prophet he said ترون ربكم عيانا كما ترون الشمس ليس دونها وكما ترون القمر ليلة he says that you will see Allah Ta'ala clearly just like you see the sun on the day that there is no clouds. And just like you see the moon on the full on on the on the night of a full moon in a cloudless sky, now that you will see Allah lot just as clear. طيب وأحاديث كثيرة منها البخاري جملة ومسلم كذلك جملة and in many ahadith Imam Bukhari has narrated a portion of them, and also Imam Muslim has narrated uh, a portion of them and the like. When it comes the ahadith and the like of this regard When we hear them Whether we fully understand and grasp them or not It is upon us to believe because Allah Ta'ala speaks the truth Because the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam He speaks the truth So the imami ends off this particular yani, thought by saying what? إِنَّمَا عَلَيْهِ الْإِيمَانِ بِهِ but rather it is upon him to have certain knowledge in it. It is upon him to, I'm sorry, it is upon him to have belief in it. It is upon him to believe in it. And that he does not reject from it even a single letter. He does not reject a single letter, but it is upon us to willingly accept and to believe in that which Allah Ta'ala informs us of, and that which the Prophet Sallallahu uh, informed us of. This is what we had prepared for tonight. فنكتفي بهذا القدر. وصلى الله على محمد وعلى آله أجمعين.